This is Ronan Geeky Fish Podcast, episode 126. This is Alex Austin. With us on the pod today, we have... Uh, ghost Adam. Ghost, ghost of Windsor, Adam, Plebeian Adam. <laughs> Just Rob. <laughs> Jesus. That was a very elaborate name that, that we had going on. He like right tripped today. over himself. I did. It's like you died and became a ghost. <laughs> so we are we are of yourself, both with skill and with performance. That's fine. I'm gonna haunt the shit out of your house then. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Nobody so cares. We're only gushing because Adam told me that I undersold him on Ghost of Tsushima when I played through that. Yeah. Uh, but I did mention it uh, just in episode one twenty five is one of my favorite open world and games. And that's what and that that the fact that you added it to your list on that one is what yeah. made me give it a second look because I had been kind of afraid of open world so I gone through this journey if you've been listening to our playing and watchings where yeah i got the ps5 played my demon souls safe bet i knew i was gonna like it yeah, yeah, yeah. and then i was like okay i'm gonna dive in and go Sp- spider-man right yeah, like, yeah holy shit i really like i didn't really know it as an open world and, it, and, I it was and it's open world yeah and it's open world I'm like okay yeah. i can do open worlds and then yeah. I'm like let's do horizon zero done wow this is shit yeah <laughs> i don't like this i hit a hit and a miss yeah and i'm like okay this puts me on worry and then you i was like okay maybe i'm, I'm gonna step back for open world maybe the maybe i just hit a fluke with mm-hmm. uh uh, the Spider-Man mm-hmm. games, and then you brought on Ghost of Tsushima as your favorite. And I yeah. went, okay, okay, let's Give try this. Yeah. Let's, yeah, get, yeah. let's get back in the ring. Let's get back on the horse. Yeah, it's it's and stupid, it worth good, it. man. It's stupid, guys. Yeah. Well, I'm good that you're over that fear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> true. And then, uh, yeah, I think the pacing of it, the world, because uh, you know, actually, I had somebody mention to me today that we left out. We ended up leaving out. Breath of the Wild last week when we did our uh, open world, you know, it's a favorite. We all knew it was all our favorite. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. and and we mentioned it, right? But it 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 has become kind of like almost like the most prototypical sort of open world game. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because it is so open worldy. (laughs) I would say GTA Five still tops it. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But but just 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 because it's so. But I would even say Legend is all like Breath of the Wild is more open world. Like there's literally. Literally nothing to tell you what to do next. Yeah. At all. I think <laughs> ever. I didn't put that on my list because I kind of viewed it as like the one above all. It's like, listen, we're not going to put this on the list yeah, because yeah. we know it's on everybody's fucking kind of, list. Kind of God tier. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, it, it, you know, but when I swapped that, essentially swapped that with, with The Witcher 3, is because The Witcher 3, you know, it, A, it came out like a couple years beforehand, which is bizarre to think now because there's it's sort of, you know, perfected yeah. the adult version of the Legend of Zelda formula. But uh, but it did it so fucking good. Like, it's just yeah. so good. Like, and, and I love the mentality of a game where, like, Legend of Zelda, I could go pretty much anywhere right off the bat, and I could pretty well survive almost any situation. But with uh, with with The Witcher, man, you wander into the wrong fucking area, and a cockatrice pops on you, man, you're done. You're fucking done. You have a bad day. So uh, and, I will and talk more about, about Ghost of Human, our playing and watching session in the next episode. Sweet. Okay. Cool. Yeah. And then we'll catch up on there. Anyway, yeah. I got some playing and watching too, so I'll be excited to. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Lay that on you guys. I- I think so I played some things. For today, though, <laughs> this is episode 126. We got Falcon and Winter Soldier episodes one and two. We're going to discuss what this is going to be so fucking sweet. Yeah. Yeah. You, know, <laughs> you know what? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so Rob has said his piece on that. Is Rob always my antipathy? I'm like, I'm so excited. And look at my cool title. And Rob's like, whenever you guys, just whenever you guys get all hyped it up, it off. drains it right out of me. It turns him off. I'm like, oh, good. gross. I can't like the same things these guys like. <laughs> We have to have different opinions. Good for conversation. And speaking of different opinions, we'll name our top three favorite mobile games of all time. And when we come up with these categories, we don't really spend any time sort of like defining any of this. So I'm going to go ahead and say the ones I chose all originated on mobile. That's fine. I will say that. I, I don't specific. I go out of my way not to title them or to define them. 
and I didn't think about it at first. I just didn't think that it needed to be done. Yeah. And then Rob threw us the, the curveball with the the Total War series. Mm. Yeah, which is also on mobile. Would, I guess it is, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, no, yeah. No, no. no we, Rome, we need a band. We Rome need a band. Total, Rome <laughs> Total, Total War. War. <laughs> no, like the full Rome Total War is on mobile. Really? Yeah. That's it's amazing. It's going to pop up on this list. I can tell. I so, can tell. Uh, now I'm going out of my way not to define it so that we can... I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that... It, at some point, there will be those weird bangers that we're not expecting. Right. Well, I feel pretty good about that. Uh, we're really bad at segues we established a couple episodes ago. But, uh... What's that in the distance? Oh, it's Falcon and oh Winter Soldier. <laughs> Holy shit. Springs back podcast falcon bullshit oh, podcast falcon. <laughs> that was from episode 100 uh we, we missed podcast falcon rest in peace yeah, rest in pieces yeah so or, anyway or out for my one for my homie pretty yeah, sure it was a falcon anyway Whatever. was it a falcon uh, it could have been could have yeah, been, been a goose some sort of bird of prey yeah, yeah, that's fine we're just gonna hope that uh that the podcast turkey will do a better job yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Podcast turkey, okay. Ugh. So Falcon and Winter Soldier episodes one and two. Uh, first impressions, obviously. I guess we could go off from this and then uh, kind of deep dive into what our favorite sort of aspects were of the show. Sure. But uh, Adam, what was your first gut reaction seeing episode one? Honestly, I was expecting this bro bro cop comedy, mm. which is exactly what it is. But what I wasn't expecting was, yeah, yeah, it is okay. But this guy has PTSD and is all fucked up, mm-hmm. and he's emotionally mm-hmm. dealing with that shit. And then there's this other guy who's poor, broke, and even though he's famous, isn't getting much out of it, partly because he's black, partly because he's just not, he's not he, that kind of guy. He's not that kind of guy. Yeah. So he's trying to eke out a living. He doesn't make money being a hero, no. and he's trying to eke out a living. So you have these two guys with these kind of different problems. That are fairly serious problems, and I think they're approaching them quite well. So I wasn't expecting that aspect of it. Yeah. Also, that didn't really. A lot of that didn't really make a lot of sense to me, too. Though that was the thing because the Falcon side of it was a little harder. Yeah, the Falcon side of it did not make any sense to me because the name recognition alone, no bank would ever turn down that name recognition. And because the moment that anyone says yada yada bank declined or whatever for like this hero of. Not just the world, but like just America. Yes. And no, it's just not, not happening. Not only that, but in my first comment was when the bank denied him. Yeah. My first comment was that bank is the dumbest bank on the face of this planet. For A, the reason you mentioned. Yeah. It would be so easy for them to be like, that's fine. We'll give you the loan. Listen, we'll give you the loan. Just do an ad. Yeah. Endorse us. Endorse us. Yeah. That's it. I guarantee well you, worth the, the, the they'd loan. probably endorse and be like, we'll throw in some extra money just to sweeten the pot. We'll throw in a million dollars. Yeah, I don't know. And well, you do maybe, three ads for us. Yeah, I could, I could see something. Actors probably get that much from could, a good solid ad. Well, I don't know about that. I actually have no idea. But, I don't know for sure, um, but I'm assuming they do. It, they a good ad a good campaign? Chunk. Like if they do like a series of ads and radio commercials? Yeah, I don't know. I should know that. I don't know. You that. should, but you don't. Yeah. Because you suck. <laughs> yeah. Well, we failed. Whatever. We failed on that <laughs> but detail. It, it, I, I agree. That does make sense. It, yeah. Like no there was just, there was, there was no, nobody in their right mind with any business sense at all would ever decline that offer. No. Even with the excuse that he gave him, like, no. I'm sorry. Just no. <laughs> yeah. You're absolutely it, like, right. What he's asking for is a fucking drop in the bucket. To even like the most like tightly wound fucking bank. I'm sorry. It's not the case. I completely agree. There's no fucking way. (laughs) Yep. That was the hardest pill to swallow. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
Yeah, yeah, and I mean to be honest, that's that scene is what killed a lot of the show for me Ooh. right up front because I'm like, that's terrible writing. There's no way I could ever believe that. Yeah, even with the world as fucked up as it is in in universe, because I'm looking at it from like a lore perspective. Nah, still no. Sorry. Yep. I'm like, there's no way the pan like the pandemic not being even close to what the blip was in the actual world. And there's like nobody who's struggling that much, not even remotely. <laughs> no bank. No bank is. No. Well, I think they, they established, though, when they were at the bank, that the issue wasn't even that like they didn't think that he had the credibility. I think the, the banker believed that he had the credibility. The issue was that they were they were so thin stretched because of everybody who just came back. Right. Yeah, because this this is post blip, and all of the banks are probably stretched their absolute limits. Right, sure. but with all these people seeking new loans and new credit and all these. That things, is the right? time to do PR, though. Everyone knows that. <laughs> well, like, yeah, I mean, he could just take only, on a Nike ad, but well, yeah. that's what that's, yeah. what, that's yeah. what I'm saying, though, right? Like, there's no way. There is no way. You just came back from the blip. Here's yeah. Falcon Falk to rescue you to Falcon. rescue you like again. Yeah, yeah. Did yeah. the Falcon disappear? Was he? No, the Falcon disappeared during the blip. He did, yeah. So yeah, but he could be like, I was, I'm one of you. Yeah, exactly. Look at this ad. I'm one of you guys. I came from the blip, <laughs> and I have nothing. I went to this bank. This is my favorite bank on the Citadel. Yeah, like, <laughs> there, there's just, I'm sorry, but like for for like to fix up a fucking boat, I'm sorry, it's nothing. It like I under, it's not nothing, but it's nothing when compared to what the bank deals yeah. with on a daily basis. I've seen guys who have one bedillionth of a percentage of what a bank has in, in money available yeah. fix up a bigger boat. Just yes. buy straight up a bigger boat. Yeah. They could do it. Yeah. Easy. So I completely agree with you. Yeah. So uh, well, do those guys all come from Nolens, Louisiana? Is that how they say all, it? Down all there? I'm saying that they're, even, even, they're worse. They're from Florida. Even, <laughs> even if that branch couldn't, I don't know why we're focusing on this. We shouldn't. But even if that branch couldn't do it, they would contact the wider network yes. banks to do it. We did get kind of hung up on a weird detail. There. We did. There's, well, there's sorry. Lot, it, to be honest, though, that other stuff going yes, on. Yes, we should talk about that. I'm just saying that that is the detail that really fucked with me. So the um, my first impression was was quite positive. So because it starts off with this crazy like action sequence, right? Sort yeah. of flying through this this cavernous area of where were they? Libya or Tunisia? They were sure crossing where. into Libya. They were somewhere in North Africa, and they're 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 you know Sam Sam the Falcon. He's chasing. He's getting chased. He's shooting shit. He's got his his little Falcon all in his, the air. Yeah, his actual Falcon. Red from, wing. What's Red, that? Red wing. Red wing from the yeah. comics is not a bird. It is this. Yeah, it is this little a drone, you know, little you drone, know, drone. Yeah, yeah that yeah. he flies around, right? And anyway, it's doing the job which, too. Which, by the way, does this drone just like have low level AI and nobody's yes. fucking talking about it? Yes, <laughs> yes it does. <laughs> it is a low level AI. Like what? I know. I figured because it's like he talks about like it has a personality, and I mean like. There are moments. So I think that's a little bit of. I mean, it could just be him being like you know chummy. I, with I think his it's a bit of drone. too. I, I think. I, I see. Okay, I'm an IT guy, so I suspect that this thing has low level AI because it has to make decisions on the fly that Falcon can't tell him what to do. Right. So it has to have some minor level of AI. We see him controlling it though. Sometimes, From time to time, time yeah, to time, but not, so, not all the time. I think it's like a an advanced Google assistant type of thing. Like yeah. it can kind of figure out what you want based on some basic commands, mm. but really, it's it's a basic AI. Yeah. But I wouldn't give it a personality. 
However, I would say he's giving it a personality, much like I give yeah. a personality to my computers, right. because I'm an IT guy. and You personify things. I persona, like, you, yeah. As a human, we yeah. personify things. And yeah, yeah. I think it's just fun for him to do that. Yeah, I don't and think no, that it's... That's kind of what I figured, too. But like there was just certain moments where he's talking about it. I'm like, it feels like he's trying to defend it because it is something more, the way that he's talking no, about it. No, I don't think it's more. I think he's just personifying it. I mean, either way, it's... It's cute. Yeah. I like well, it. Well, it's also gone. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, we'll get into that for spoilers. Yeah. So uh, anyway, I do, I do like the aspect, though, that they're picking up. Uh, so this story is like six months after the blip uh, when everybody came back, right? Yeah. Therefore, it's five and a half months after WandaVision. So that, so that happened a while ago at this point. Is that how that works? Yeah, because WandaVision happened like right after. Like, it really? just, Yeah, it happened like right after the blip. I thought it was and, like a few uh, months. I thought it was too. No, oh. I, I think it was like literally weeks. So oh. because Monica Rambo, remember when she was in the uh, when she was in the office for the first time, the 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 guy who turned out. Yeah, I'm, but they I'm didn't specify how much time there was between her returning to Sword and her starting. No, they they pro- did at one point they did because they were talking about the the blip had occurred. Wanda came back, and then it was like. Um, I, I swear, at some point they were like it, it was like nine days, oh. and then all of a sudden she's showing up looking for Vision's body, okay. like she had figured out that it was there or whatever. So anyway, so it seemed like it was it was some very finite amount of time. Anyways, this is about six months after that is established. Uh, they're fighting uh, in the first episode. This French terrorist group, the they're called the LAF, which I'm guessing stands for Lit Ass French. So and then uh, <laughs> so they're fighting those guys. The one guy was from uh, that actually. That's good. The, the main the main guy was like a, he was from um, he's like a French action star and I can't yes, remember. Yes, he uh, is. He's from, what is it? What is the? Um, I wish I could remember the name of the film that he was in. Maybe you could look it up. But yeah, he was in a fairly popular film that made it over here as well, where he did like a lot of parkour and shit. There's a lot of parkour going on in there. Yeah, that guy. That's him, George Saint Pierre. Oh no, he's a fighter. Oh, he's a fighter. Yeah, George Saint Pierre. Isn't he Canadian? Yeah, he's Canadian. Oh yeah, Quib- Quebecois. Oh, they were they were French Canadian. Ah. So yeah, that, that, I guess that explains it then. So what else is he in? Oh, he's in the Winter Soldier. He plays in the Winter Soldier as well. Crazy as as the same character. Yeah, huh? I didn't so he know must that. have always been like a terrorist. And he's oh, maybe he's one of the guys that gets uh, Cap fights on the ship. That's and who he is. Yeah, he is yeah. exactly that guy. Yeah. He's the one who kind of goes toe to toe with him oh, for a, for a few minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's right. That's right. Yes, oh, that's exactly. Nice. He's terrorizing all over the place, man. Good for so him. So he's Hydra. Good for yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be. <laughs> that's Hydra. really what we came down to. He's Hydra then, and because then, uh, that ship was Hydra. But those guys. No, that ship wasn't Hydra, wasn't it? No, uh, not the whole ship. I think there was like a portion of that ship that was Hydra. Well, he might have. I thought the whole idea was that it was a Hydra like false flag kind of thing. Like the captain didn't know it was Hydra at the time. Nobody that, thought that it was, was Hydra. A false, yeah, I think that was a false flag. Like it was, it yeah. was made to look like just like a regular terrorist thing, it but was, it was orchestra. I thought it was orchestrated by I Hydra. Thought, yeah, yeah, yeah. It might have been actually. You're right because that was in Cap Two, so that was when they were like deep in fighting Hydra. So yeah, yeah but I thought good. that was one of the ones where he was he turned out to be kind of working for Hydra at the beginning. So he, it wasn't Hydra technically. He was Hydra. He just didn't know it. Yeah, but the thing was like so. Um, Having watched Shield recently, I remember this uh, detail. So the guy who was a hostage on the ship, the guy with the glasses, can't remember his name right now. Oh yeah, the doctor. He yeah. was Hydra. He, not not a doctor, but yeah, he was Hydra. He was a scientist of some sort. Oh, was he, no, he was a nuclear, no, he's actually he was a nuclear physicist or something. Yeah, he was. No, no. Either way, it doesn't matter. Um, the the guy uh, had just left actually Coulson's team uh, to go back to I think the fridge and then that ship gets hijacked. Oh. But I'm pretty certain it's hijacked by Hydra 
and it's funny because he's Hydra, so the idea is that's just kind of furthering him along. But yeah, I'd be interested to find out how that whole thing went down, if those guys were Hydra or not. Either way, it doesn't matter. Go on. So I do like, though, also in the show that they're early on, they're already delinea- delineating between like where we kind of left off with the MCU and WandaVision and sort of superpowered people, and we're moving back into the realm of here's just some very strong men. And like an occasional like super soldier. I thought Bucky Barnes was a slightly weaker version of Captain America. He, he, he was is. a su- he is he a is. super soldier. He is yeah, a super he is soldier. Super, yeah, he has he has like the knockoff brand yeah. of yeah. Uh, of the super soldier serum. But yeah. remember, like, because there's a bunch of super soldiers that are in Civil War that get killed yeah. by uh, Zemo. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And those are from the same program that Bucky was from. Yes. But Bucky was like the progenitor of it. Yeah, he's the weaker of those that group. I so and allegedly weaker. Yeah. And then one of these one of these men, a soldier, his name's Torres. That they introduce in this, he's a character who's been you know he was kind of throughout that first episode. Uh, so he ends up helping un- uncover the flag smashers, which is yes. these are the people who want to <laughs> yeah. knock down all the borders and have things like it was before the blip, before everything came back, because you know, apparently they did better a, when okay, it was all borderless. Kind of an okay. Like movement, movement, uh, but on I, the surface, on like, the surface, like if you're not looking at it from a, we need to lower our numbers of people, but if like you're just like, hey, let's make things like the way they were, then yes. that's more interesting. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I uh, like so they uh, recast another Star Wars character uh, into this, right? Her, yeah, her yeah, there. Her. She plays yeah. uh, Enfis Nest. Yeah, she in was Solo. Enfis Nest in Solo. Yeah, I don't recognize. So her the Marauder yeah. that in Solo, do you remember the Marauders that were no. around? They're actually rebels. But you don't know that until the end of the movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so she's the uh, one who leads them. Oh, okay. No, I don't recognize her at all. She was a badass in that movie, man. Badass. So yeah, who do we... Was. So we, we, they go and they, they found that they're doing the Flag Smashers with like a mobile. So they're kind of... It's an organized disorganization. Yep. Well, yeah, they have like AR stuff that you can find out in the real world to find like clues yeah. as to what they're doing and stuff like that and then yeah. the, the people who they recruit so which is kind of cool the like <laughs> the like-minded cool. people I, I thought it was interesting that the people who were there for the demonstration or protest or whatever they thought they were there for they all just got the text message that just said run to create chaos so yes then they, yeah. so then they could they could do their thing and, and get away with it right yes i thought that was pretty smart. although i'm i'm not gonna lie it seems kind of easy to track the guys because like look for the guys with the giant fucking bags yeah, yeah. that's yeah. a huge barker <laughs> or they're, they're like kicking guys halfway across the street like yeah. that's, well, <laughs> those even if guys you even yeah. if you don't go like if i was a cop you don't go for the guy who doesn't have the bag if he hands off the bag you just follow that bag you're you're going to find someone. Yeah. You're not going to get, give the bag to someone who has no idea what to do with it. Mm-hmm. So if you just follow the bag, it doesn't matter who you get. Even if you miss two other guys before, you're still I mean, getting one. The thing is though, like uh, the cops though don't know that if somebody's handing off the bag, that the person who did the handoff isn't going to turn around after the cop runs past them and stab them in the back, right? Or shoot them yeah, the back. I guess. So like, there's that's a that's a big ask still to ask for, that <laughs> from them. That like true. from a cop who's like looking at a situation who's like somewhat competent. Which I, I believe most cops probably are. Um, Jesus Christ, what what is what is the other name for the new Captain America? What is it? He has like another name, the Star Spangled Walker, the Star Spangled Man, I think. No, no. Or no, that was the name of the episode. The name of the episode, maybe. yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah okay. No, he's I still cracking ca- my brain. Yeah, still, yeah, yeah. Was. yeah. So anyway, yeah, that, that's basically, uh, and we'll get into spoilers here, spoiler territory for anybody who's listening who hasn't watched it yet. Go watch it because we're, we're about to get into spoiler stuff here. Okay, so at the end of episode wow, one... Wow, we are so far already into spoilers. Not, not yeah. really, though. Yeah, like, I feel kind like we of. Didn't, I, I like mean, we didn't. our episodes are spoiler episodes all the time. Well, but I was about to reveal <laughs> just uh, the, the Star Spangled Man, a.k.a. New sure, Captain America, yeah. John Walker, and, uh, and him coming in at the end of episode one. Nice little, nice little way to kick it off. 
And uh, he's my, kind of a goofy looking Captain America. He, I'm not he gonna looks lie. super goofy when he's in the suit. Yes, he looks, yes. he's a bit of a rube. It's just it, no, it's <laughs> the way that his jaw and mouth sits. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah it's yeah. very weird looking. He kind of looks a little derpy. Yeah, he does. He doesn't uh, have no, the he no. doesn't have the big sweeping cheekbones like Chris Evans had. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like so, and that's kind of a funny thing to think about that a costume was designed around a specific actor when they made it, mm-hmm. and it now has to switch hands. Yep. And yes. they they have altered it somewhat, but it's ultimately more or less the same. So it doesn't really work for him, though. I think. That being said, I mean when his mat when his helmet's off, he's fine. It's like yes. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's just, just it's right. the mask does not do him any favors. <laughs> so it was it was cool for them to to introduce this guy and kind of see how that's gonna play out for episode. Well, I do like two. the idea that this is kind of about Falcon or Bucky Barnes. I don't know how it's gonna play out. I would like to see them share the mantle. I mm. think it's a, that, I feel like it's a share the mantle thing. I personally think so. Yeah. So we should say too that Bucky Barnes is very—he's uh, very uh, assertive and trying to understand why uh, Falcon has Sam Wilson has given up the shield because obviously Cap trusted him with it. Well, Falcon and, uh, wanted to give it up to like a museum, yeah, to inspire yeah. people, right? He wanted to give it the image he, to inspire other people. Well, he also didn't feel confident that he could step into those shoes either. Yes, he yeah, did. yeah. Right. He kept saying it didn't feel like mine; it felt like someone else's. Yes, right. Like which was an interesting insight. And then uh, he didn't it, know it was going to be given to somebody else. Somebody else. Yeah. And we should say at the same time, Bucky Barnes is going through quite a lot of mental health issues and kind of working through his issues, having been an assassin in the past, which culminates in episode one. You find out that the old guy he's helping is oh. the father of one of his victims from when he was an assassin. Well, that the, was that, like it was it was hot. Well, that was. Uh, also, when we see the um, the Hydra version of Captain America, in that, in the second episode, right? Yeah, that guy is not. Look up. So when you look into the characters that appear in this episode, look into where they come from. Okay. You're talking about John Walker? No, not Walker. No, 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 no. Because no, I no. think he does his character will it, eventually is get it, serum. Is it um, Isaiah? I have no idea. Uh, veteran sure. super soldier. Oh, the other the super soldier, the, the black super soldier yeah. who fought in the Korean oh, War. Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, so this I, is episode two. Yeah, yeah, wasn't he? Was was he not a part of Hydra? That was my. No, the, no, he was no. A, he was the super soldier used after Cap was frozen. Really? Yeah, because yeah. Bradley refused to help him uncover information due to being imprisoned and experimented on by U.S. government and Hydra for thirty years. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't know where Hydra came into it, but well, no, they Hydra said was that, a part of the U.S. Oh, that's true. Yeah, 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 yeah So yeah, like that. True. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. I, okay, I was right. <laughs> and then, uh, but he he was he was the sort of you know they were using him during the Korean War era since Cap was frozen at that time. They had yeah. no idea where he was. But um, really interesting development in that second episode, though. They really touched. Uh, there was a lot of racial undertones in there that sort of reflected real world situations. I, I thought it was interesting how they actually wrote in. You know, uh, uh, Bucky and Sam Wilson on the street, and then they get approached by the cops. And then a couple things happen. The cops immediately approach Sam Wilson like he's some sort of aggressor, and they sort of address him like he's an aggressor. And they ask Bucky, "Oh, is this man bothering you?" He's like, "Oh no, he's you know we're just, we're talking, we're having conversation here." Well, they're clearly upset at each other because they're always upset at yeah, each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that's like that's like the well, shtick. Actually, no, but they're no, still friends. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't make them a. <sighs> and then the second, well, wait. Then the second thing is, and this was kind of a cool thing. Um, because it, it was almost kind of like a, like a like a small microaggression, right? Where where they ask Sam Wilson to produce his ID, he doesn't have it, and Bucky's like, "Come on, just do it, just do it, and get it over with," kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he wasn't being asked for his ID. You know what I mean? So it was just it was a really interesting situation, to kind of see play out from like two very prominent like superhero type characters. So I I, I can't think of another show 
where we've really seen anything. I do play love out the like turnaround that. that Bucky gets arrested. <laughs> oh yeah, that was good. That so, was yeah. Good. They kind of do. It's very. It was very clearly a statement that yes. was being made there. Totally. Yeah. It, it, I'm and sorry, all, but well, that was a hammer on my head. I got it. Yeah, that was. It yeah. took me out of it a bit, but I understood the statement they were making, and I think what made it okay was the kind of comedic turn. Yeah, Bucky that it turned out that Bucky's the one who gets <laughs> arrested. That was him. even worse, actually. <laughs> I thought I it was thought. great. I thought no, it was funny because yeah. you didn't think about it. The way they arrested Bucky was totally different. It was repulsive. Well, because like, the fact that they treated him so well after treating the Falcon so poorly. No, but they knew. But after they knew, doesn't it was matter. Falcon, they were but apologetic. it doesn't. But it doesn't matter though. But that's that was some, the, that was the statement they were making. Is that? But that's somebody about celebrity too, though. Right. That's yeah. the idea. Is that they're showing that like when you're arrested, it is very different given the context of the information that the yeah. officers have going into it. You're right. They don't treat everyone equally. Oh, for sure. That's Light, that's what I'm saying. Not celebrity. So thing. yeah, it was a comedic hit, but it was actually super depressing. Oh yeah, yeah. But I think it. At first, I was sitting there going, "Oh God, this is a." I don't. I support causes, but I don't necessarily want to see it in all my TV shows. And I was a bit going, oh, God, no, please don't. And then they kind of did and I was upset until that turnaround. And at that turnaround, I went, okay, all right, cool. Yeah. It no, was a good yeah. M. Night Shyamalan twist. <laughs> M. Night yeah. Shyamalan twist. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's... It, so... It, other, it's a weird fucking thing. The other... The, uh, one cool thing I really liked from episode two was, so they're in Germany... So uh, Winter Soldier had just done that crazy drop where he just like jumped out of an airplane and just like freaking crashed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the, went through the all canopy. the fucking trees. That, yeah. forest. Yeah, that, that was, was funny. That was and, hilarious. Because uh, he's trying to get down there with Sam to do this this infiltration or whatever on this terrorist group. So they end up in this warehouse and they're first off, they're watching these guys and they're trying to sneak around, but they're not too good at sneaking around, right? And then, uh, and then what was, um, let's see, Sam made some sort of crack on... Uh, Bucky about oh you're gonna be like the the White Panther or whatever he's like no actually it was the White Wolf and so yeah, was yeah. Just, like, incredulous he's oh, like, look, what you... oh look at you 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 spend one year in Wakanda and you're yeah, yeah. you're and you're the the White Panther yeah, 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 yeah. And he's just like actually it's the White Wolf and it's like wait what <laughs> yeah, yeah it was such just the, this look of incredulousness like you got a name <laughs> like that's awesome and uh, and then uh, there's the moment where the terrorists start driving away and I love when they do this in these films. Bucky starts booking it and because he's super powered, he's quite fast, right? Like he's running run like as fast 40 as miles an hour yeah. out of there, right? And that was yeah. so cool. I love it when they do those scenes. Like in Civil War where you have a Cap, Black Panther, and it, it, there was somebody else in there. There was chasing one another. Maybe it was Bucky. It was Bucky. It was Bucky, yeah. Yeah, yeah, all chasing each other down the street in Berlin too, which also happened in Germany, funny enough. But yeah, yeah it, it was interesting to see uh, to see that play out again. I love when they do those visual effects like I'm, that. I'm really glad because it seems like they did spend a decent... I felt like they spent more budget so oh, far yeah. on this movie than they did on WandaVision oh, yeah. by so quite far. a large margin. Yeah, yeah. Just because they've had every episode's had a big action scene. Yeah. Um, yeah. They I think they spent more on their special effects, but remember that WandaVision <clears throat> had a lot of a lot more costume design, a lot more true, true other yeah, yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah. Not saying that they they don't have that for this show, but they can always reuse their assets that they already have. And a lot of the assets they use for things like Agents of Shield, stuff like that, are things that you can see in this. Yeah, like they've they've reused certain assets. And with Wandavision too, my understanding is they they filmed each like one of the older episodes, the dated episodes, yeah, like they would have been filmed back in the day. So I think True they're degree. using yeah. some older techniques to actually put those together. And I yeah, think the, that probably cost them quite a lot too. Well, yeah, some of the techniques they use they use a lot more special effects, uh, as in like sorry, like on set effects. Yeah, 
um, which you can watch the WandaVision behind the scenes yep. thing. Did you watch that? No, not yet. Oh, okay. You should you should watch that because this is what it's all about. <laughs> what it's about. Um, and yeah, so there's there's interesting stuff. Just watch the behind the scenes thing for WandaVision. Okay. Cool. And then uh, so then they have the little battle on the trucks, and that's where uh, they they get bailed out by New Captain America. He comes and to try and save I the love day. that. So what's that? And Battlestar. Battlestar? Is Who's he, Battlestar? His uh, Padawan, his, 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 his sidekick. <laughs> yeah, sidekick. His black sidekick, yeah, yeah, just like uh, Captain America yeah. and his black sidekick. <laughs> yes. Very clearly a... Um, they did kind of tokenize. There's they, a dichotomy. Yeah. Yeah. No, they're, they're clearly yeah. making the uh, the comparison. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's they're, interesting. They're trying to make Captain America and Falcon with Captain America and Battlestar. And, and that's it's kind of so why it was wild. disgusting to both of them, too, when they saw Battlestar. And that's what made them upset, right? Because they're like... But that's what absolutely fuck? what the U.S. government would do. Of like, course, totally. Like, oh, just for sure. completely, of like, like, and like ham-fisted, like, haphazard. Like, oh, we're gonna do the same thing. At the yep. same time, though, like both of these characters, Battlestar and the new Captain America, are like, I feel bad for them because yeah. like they are legitimately just trying to make things yeah. better. I can't yeah. tell and if I want them to be. I, I kind of don't want them to be a villain by the end of this. I kind of want them to just be guys trying, trying their best in a fucking way situation way in over their heads yeah you know these are guys that by all rights is i don't know they didn't talk about Battlestar as much but at least john walker the new captain america he is an american hero yeah yeah he, he fought in all he yep. does if what they're saying is true in right the, in their of history course. Of them, he is deserving of that title and totally. he's trying really fucking hard to see it seems <laughs> so but i kind of want to just see him as like a fish out of like he's just yeah. way out of his depth the, yeah. the problem though is that for anyone who's watched S.H.I.E.L.D., we've seen this before. And the, so the U.S. government at one point during the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. storyline made a inhuman uh, person to become the new director of S.H.I.E.L.D. And the whole thing is like he was a pretty much a new Captain America. But then you find out eventually that he's actually just drugged up on a super serum that's temporary and he takes you constant injections to get there so he kind of banes it out yeah exactly but the thing is that though he was positioned as one of these inhumans and he's not and on top of that superpowers are not even superpowers they're just drugs and that's what part of what throws me off is i can't see john walker they show a scene of him like training and he throws throwing the, the shield. shield and stuff mm-hmm. like yeah. hold on no one like in my mind that's not a thing you do without being a super soldier because that takes calculation right. math and perfect throwing. I like, think the idea is that Walker being like a, a special ops agent is just that. Like he's like at the top of his game right now. Yeah, he's honed average human skills to be the best they could possibly be. Yeah, so he's taking humanity to the point where it's like it, it may not be a super soldier, but you're right at the fucking brim of it. The well, only thing you're missing is the One interesting stuff. point I heard, and I think this was on a YouTube review. I can't think of which one it was, though. But they mentioned the host on there had mentioned, well... The idea with the super serum is it was supposed to enhance the abilities that were already there. So if you take like uh, Steve Rogers, Captain right. America, who's a fairly weak man. That's actually said specifically yeah. in the first one, where because even if you're a bad person and yeah. you take it, then you turn worse. Yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, it enhances that, whatever that yeah. is. And then, but with yeah. this guy, because that's like, why they pick Bucky. But that's it's right. or not Bucky. Sorry, um. Steve Rogers. Rogers. Steve Rogers. Thank because you. with this new Captain America, if he's already at his absolute peak in terms of skills, uh, just as simply a human, if he ends up getting a hold of a serum, which it certainly seems like he's trying to do right in the background, uh, then uh, he could be even more powerful than Steve Rogers, Captain America. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Uh, yeah. So, which I want to see what serum they're using because yeah. 
Um, the, I figure the, they're using a butchered version of the Russian serum. Okay, so maybe, and which that, that ties well in into, in into to Zemo and stuff yeah. like that, and which I think that that's that probably where they're going. Yeah. But there is another serum out there that the U.S. government has, which is the one they used for this other guy, um, okay. and it's temporary because that's actually well, they technically also have the one that was based on the Hulk that they used on the Abomination. Right, right. Well, that one's I think a little bit more lost to time, or it's like locked down somewhere. Mm. Um, the, but that, the, that was the Corona. That was the Corona. One. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The that's other one though, so <laughs> the other one that's used is actually the one, the, it's a, um, mutagen actually made by Mr. Hyde. Oh, nice. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Who's also in shield. Yeah. Yeah. You guys yeah. should really Shield's need to watch that. It connects a lot of the it, dots. It does. The show. That's huh. the thing is a lot, a lot of these new like, shows way are more so than WandaVision. Well, WandaVision had a whole bunch of shield references. That's true. Yeah. Like, yeah. not just sword references. Obviously, there were sword references. Yeah. But there's actually a lot of shield references as well, the Darkhold being the primary of Yeah, them. but that kind of makes sense that it has to tie in because shield, even in the Marvel comics, was a tying force. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like, it's, it's supposed to be the, the organization that comes back to, right? Like, the yeah. Avengers is still technically, like, kind of a part of it's shield. It's kind of like, like, well, the Justice League had a really hard, really important factor in playing in the DC universe. Yeah. Well, fucking yeah, it did. It was the yeah. Justice League for fuck's it, sake. It, the shield is supposed to be the government organization, uh, even though it's technically not full government, that oversees these super problems. Yeah. And sword be- is just the outward-reaching version yeah. of it. It's actually still a subsection of shield. So yeah, I like I love the battle, and I love that they had these super soldiers, and I love that chick. She did a great fucking job. Yeah, I don't know yeah. who the actress is, and I like I said, I don't know where she comes from, but god damn, is she awesome? Yeah, yeah. she's she's a she's, badass. Uh, is her name on the second posting there? Uh, their leader, Carly Magathu. Yeah, yeah, that's got to be her. That's got to be her. Yeah, anyway, she, she's played great. by Aaron Kellyman. So, and I love that this episode ended with the official mention. Yeah. Here's of, his emphasis nest. There it is. Right there. Yeah. Yes. So now she has to go, or they they have to go visit Barnes and Wilson. They actually have to go visit Helmut Zemo. Yes. So, but he's supposed to be imprisoned right now. What, he's who, imprisoned. He isn't, yeah. I think they're going to get him out eventually. Yeah. I don't think they'll, I don't think they'll get him out. I don't Do you think, think they're going to send him after them? Well, he's the only person who's like wounded the Avengers post the shit they've and done so and badly that they they technically never really made up no they didn't no they didn't. even but, at the yeah. end of infinity war they all kind of like put together their differences to deal with the problem mm-hmm. but i could have totally seen after infinity well, remember war, at the beginning of, of infinity war uh several of them were still on the lamb so the cap was still on the lamb like Widow was still on the lamb like yeah. they, well, were, they were still wanted right? I'm, I'm interested to see though what happens with the flag smashers, because I think the flag smashers are going to view Zemo as like a leader that Ooh, they need to sure. break out, which I mean, it seems like that's what they're building up to, but uh, it's going to be neat because like I said, with Zemo holding the, the, the mantle of the only person who's actually slapped the Avengers and kind of came away without bleeding. Like he didn't come away without bleeding, but he's the only one who caused a lasting slap. I would well, say. Well, he did though. Nothing happened to him. Oh, he's in prison. He tried to kill himself at the end of the movie. He's no and different he was than Loki. Stopped. Loki came out better, and Loki did worse. Yeah, but Loki's in his guardian. This is a guy from Earth. That's true, I guess. But when does he get the glue gun? Like that's, fucking, that's really what we I need to hope, know here. I hope to fucking god they do something with glue with Zemo they, because they, if they, they don't, have to they do have to something. Like, I don't know what the fuck it would be. It's like, yeah. 
Oh Zemo's God. whole thing is he just glues shit. <laughs> just like, is he kind of like the Captain Boomerang? <laughs> yes. Wait, that's 100%. how this goes. So he glues together Falcon and Bucky, and therefore they must become friends. Oh my so God. So because they're glued together. Whoa. Yeah, like a uh, like one of the old school comedies. Yeah, oh I, I will God. admit that their fighting each other is kind of hard to um, accept because it is. you can tell the characters are supposed to fucking hate each other. But I'm going to tell you right now, those actors are best fucking friends. Oh, totally. <laughs> they they argue like way. Rob and I argue totally. when we're on yeah, the yeah. podcast, where we just argue for the sake of arguing just because we find it fun. Yeah. It was so good. I love when they were for- told to face each other by the uh, <laughs> therapist. And then she's like, are you are you two actually in staring match right now? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, oh my Honestly, God. Honestly, they argue like Rob and I argue. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, these guys, the actors are clearly best friends. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it was really good. It was it, really good. It's always entertaining whenever somebody has like, oh, like, oh, you and Adam argue all the time. You guys like, how do you guys possibly be friends? I'm like, <laughs> like you have to realize that there was a point in That's time hilarious. where me and Adam were having like the time of our lives having a conversation and then uh, a girl who was not familiar with us just started bawling because she thought we were we were we were like at each other's throats and we're like no no not a, you totally misread this situation and that's why we do a podcast of three assholes there you go that's the backstory of rona geek official podcast so and that girl became podcast cat so that's true uh so anyway that that's the long story so that's the end of episode two can't wait for episode three to see where this goes there's no mysteries in this one like no we're not not gonna be conspiracy in this one it's just fun to watch i feel like it's just fun to watch yeah yeah. beat them up and my my prediction is that the new captain america is definitely gonna turn bad once he gets hold of us i really hope not i hope he will i actually am in the same camp as adam i hope that he becomes like the best guy ever yeah, that would be thing. cool to buck expectations. Um, yeah. I can see him getting shit on so much that he becomes evil. Yeah. I but I also don't want to see that happen. No. I want to see him. No, he's the right choice. He is a good Captain America. You know what? The, this character kind of reminds me of the, um, the when they did the Expanse show, they made an uh, amalgam character called um, Ashford, Clay's Ashford. Oh, yeah. Awesome character. And for the longest time, you're always like, man, this guy is going to just shit on this show at some point. Like he's like building up to be the antagonist, and he actually ends up being like super reasonable. Yes, <laughs> and yes, you're like is. that character was awesome. Just that moment, that moment never comes. It just yeah. never comes. Uh, you just, just never they, comes. they always hold that needle. Like you always feel like he's gonna fuck everyone over. But I mean, he does some questionable stuff. But you realize it's all for the better good. And this and, guy's and from actually, his viewpoint, from the information he has, yeah, like he's trying to do good. Yeah, not like the Ashford and the. He's fucking not perfect, but he's definitely trying to do good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. good. So that'll be uh, episode three will be coming up this week. So by the time we record again, we'll be talking about episodes three and four. So that's it for Falcon and Winter Soldier. Glad this is finally out. It's a good thing. Hello, this is Alex Austin with Cephala Podcast, and I'd like to invite you to join Has Wild and myself as we discuss the history, current features, and upcoming features of the Cephalopod podcast platform. We won't necessarily have an episode every single week for you to visit to. However, when we do have an episode, you can be rest assured it's going to be about a current events topic that will help users get the most out of the platform. You'll find all of our video format episodes in the Cephalopod bonus gallery within the app, and they will always be free for you to check out. So make sure to check back in periodically for updates. Thank you so much for using the platform, and don't hesitate to leave us feedback on Twitter at Cephalopod app. I mean, barbarian, druid. I commit. I, yeah. I, 
Truin is basically like nature hobo. I must beard vomit. Everyone is sickened around me. That's amazing. Ranger. There's a lot of classes, man, that kind of preclude you being a fucking hobo. The good news is, you know how like fighters when they wear armor. You know fighters when they wear armor. If they wear armor, they get like fatigued. If they wear it when they go to sleep, hobos don't have that problem. Yeah, no. They can just sleep wherever they want, whenever. I know. Amazing. I've seen it. It's true. I can't wait. Factual. I can't wait for the stage of my life in which I get to play D and D. I can't wait. Like it's gonna be so much fun. It happens to everybody at some point. So now we're gonna get into our top three favorite mobile games each of us uh i think last time on, on the last bit we did adam you had started uh i don't know if i had started one did you start one yet nope rob has not started one yet okay what you, you're welcome to go first today you're first you're first with your best with your best or your, your, worst your of third the best. your third best favorite mobile w- game. worst of the best worst of the best yes worst of the best of your top three <laughs> Uh, okay, so here's the thing I gotta ask for clarification because this my I don't list. Think there is any clarification? No, I think no, you just gotta go with it. No, no. It's is this a mobile game or is this a game that is played on mobile? Okay, because don't, there are don't games, do Warhammer. Don't do there are, Well, that's why I'm asking. Not Switch games. I don't consider Switch games mobile games. You Switch games talking? No, 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 no. I mean, like, okay, so Company Heroes is now on the phone. Is that a mobile game or yes. is that a a game that's come to mobile? a game you can play on your smartphone? Basically. Oh, they're a really fucking lame list of mine then. Well, okay. Because they're all fucking games that were released on like anything else than mobile. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, okay, funny. do you see my problem? My dilemma here is that you do you want a list that makes sense for people who want to play mobile games or do you want to do you want a list? Well, look at this as a plane and watching so, throughout your career. Let's do this. I'll, I'll go. Right. I'll go ahead and kick it off. You, oh, you, I can you, kick it off. I don't oh, you got fuck. one. Oh yeah. Okay, sure. go for it. Go Stardew for Valley. Okay. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's valid. That's, I'll take that's that. It's not valid. I don't think it's valid. No, but it's already valid. Well, I think it originated <laughs> on PC, but it's on mobile yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it is, totally. So, uh, yeah, so I mean, if uh, if that is your definition of mobile game, sure. Uh, I'll do a, I'll do a little sideways jaunt where I don't do that. I'll have two lists. How about that? The other one I would say is Mindustry. That's actually a mobile game. Mindustry. I've never heard of it. Yeah, it's a tower defense game. Waves come at you. You build it up. It's pretty good. Real time. Uh, you can pause, though. So kind of like a Bloons? It's also, yeah, it's also on Steam now. Uh, like, Bloons is now also on Steam. Yep. Uh, but not like Bloons, though. More pixely, more more strategy, actually. Okay. So it, you would actually like it, probably. Interesting. I'll have to give that. I'll have to take a look at um, it. But a good mobile game. It, you could just get it on Steam. It's fun on Steam. Okay. Like, you, you don't need to play it mobile to enjoy it's, it. D- there's no necessarily value in playing it mobile. Like there's you no can play it in small uh, the, bite size. The value chunks. of playing it mobile is that you can play it anywhere. That's it. Okay. Which really isn't much value to me because usually when I'm out, I'm doing a thing. And, and to be honest, that's kind of what should be the standard, I think, is that it doesn't matter that it's a mobile game. It matters that it's a game that you enjoy. Yeah. And it just happens to work on mobile. Yes, I, I agree. I think there's a, with mobile games, I think we should almost, there's almost a comment here in Windsor. I don't know. Mobile games are big and famous around the world and i think that's because most people live in massive cities with sizable um commutes yeah on public transits right so they're usually sitting on a subway on a bus on a tr- on an open top train somewhere sure. and they're not driving they're not participating in the commute they're just there for the commute. they're in the commute they're <laughs> in the commute not participating in it per se yeah. not not actors not actively yeah yeah so, but here in Windsor, we our public commute system is widely considered uh, hot trash garbage junk. Yeah. 
Everyone I've ever met that has gone to even other smaller cities are like, no, yours is trash. If you've gone to anywhere that's not Windsor and you try to use Windsor transportation, you're like, the fuck are they doing? (laughs) Yeah, you're lucky if your bus is on time. You're lucky. No, don't get me wrong. It's great. People use it, but it's not well designed in the sense that they don't get enough funding and there's just not a lot of sense to the design. Yes. In my mind, at least, that's how I see it. So here in Windsor, these mobile games that you ch- most people, I think, play on while they're on commute, mm-hmm. we don't really get that same experience for the most Because most people own fucking cars. Most people <laughs> are in cars driving. Yeah, we, sure. are, we are one of the car cities. Yeah. So, you know, we have, we had, had three <laughs> car manufacturers in one yeah. city. Yeah. At the same time. At even. the same time. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's kind of, everyone here had discounts on cars. <laughs> so for everyone who's uh, in America, Detroit is literally a bridge away from us. So anything you know about Detroit being like the head of fucking vehicles is the same thing in Canada for Windsor. Yes. Yeah, w- Windsor-Essex is like a like a one-tenth size Wayne County in terms yeah. of population. Yes. So, yeah, yeah. But same but, industry, same everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, funny. mobile games don't really quite get the same love around here as no. I think they do everywhere else. So, no, well, I'm good, giving them, I'm giving them the love. You give them the love. Yeah. I think it's your go. I'm going to call, so, I'm going to call, I want, sorry, I want to, I need to say this before you talk, Alex. Yes. I need you to know that if you don't pick a specific game, for I, your I know what you're referring slot, to. It's my number one. I'm going to fucking stop. Don't, don't worry. Don't we worry. all know what your number one is. We all know what the number one is. I'm sure people listening to this who've heard any episode of the show could also probably name what my number one is. But my number yeah. three is another Eden, the Cat Beyond Space and Time. So this came out oh, okay, uh, a couple yeah. years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, it's Eden. basically a turn based RPG that comes from, uh, let's see, composers Yasunori Masuda. He was on Chrono Trigger, Xeno Gears, all kinds of franchises as one of the composers. And then Masato Kado was the uh, screenwriter, like the the writer for it and, yep. and the scenario writer as well. And he also came from the Chrono series, Xeno Gears, and, uh, and other lauded series like that. So these are, these are Square uh, alumni all getting together to make a mobile game. And uh, it was a pretty fucking brilliant game. And What's it wasn't, this game called? Today? It's called Another Eden, A Cat Beyond Space and Time. Okay, I got to take a look at this. It's sure good. It's on. very good. And what was great about it is you can really play the whole game and have a very full experience without being nickel and dimed. So they did not make this game to nickel and dime anyone. It's basically a fully fledged, very squarish RPG that you can get with some mobile elements laid on top of it, like collection of jewels that you can unlock new characters with and things mm-hmm. like that. And you can certainly accelerate that if you want with the purchase of you know in-game bundles and things is like this, that. This isn't the tactical RPG one. This is not a tactical RPG. Okay, I, I saw something like that, but so this, this is, is a not that. pretty standard turn-based RPG okay. So and then uh, with character progression and everything. So it's uh, honestly, I played through most of it back when it first came out, and I quite enjoyed it never got back to finish it but uh, as far as like mobile rpgs go that originated on mobile i spent more time with that than i have on probably any so ever and nice. that's including playthroughs of things like final fantasy 7 and chrono trigger that i downloaded as well so i, I think this is probably uh, it's up there for me for just a pure mobile experience this is certainly one of them so, so big fan of that that that's, that's fantastic yeah, i'm gonna have to take a look at that studio is uh right flyer studios just want to call them out flyer studios okay Cool. Since then, since then, it oh, they're actually saying it's on Nintendo Switch, which I didn't realize that. A lot of these games got the, put on jumping. Nintendo Switch. A lot of games are yeah, jumping. Interesting. Definitely started on mobile though. So yeah, Android, Android, and iOS was North America January twenty eighth, so my birthday twenty nineteen. I think so Bloons is also on play. Switch now, isn't it? Which one? Bloons. Could oh, maybe. Yeah, Bloons yeah, I think so. Yeah. yeah. Cool. And that's my number three. Worst of the best. So I'm going to show you my screen. I'm going to show you my little secret here for a second. 
This is my list, okay? For everyone that can see, you're going to find out in just a second, but I want to show it to these guys. And is this going to be like hentai harem? This is my entire of- <laughs> list of my three favorite mobile It's one games. fucking game. Three times. <laughs> I was right. No! See? You you're a liar, oh, though, because you don't, have, you don't have a game that's going to be my number one. Fair enough. Am I going to be the only person naming actual mobile games here? Probably. Like uh, so, yeah, yeah. to be clear, for everyone listening, what I just showed you guys, the reaction they just got was Chrono Trigger. Because Chrono Trigger eventually got turned into a phone game, it is, to this date, the only game that exists on my smartphone that I ever completed. No kidding. I have never completed. I mean, there are most of the games that I've played Pokemon Go. Yeah. Not really completable, but even then, I didn't catch even a lot. I, uh, there's like, actually no end game, so you define your own end game. So when you stopped playing, that was your end game. You yeah. beat it. So I didn't really participate that much. I, particip- I participated during the big grouping, and I give it a lot of credit for what it did what it did to the right. world at the time. And I, I felt it was a very positive feeling, Yeah, which yeah. I, I thought was really good. A bunch of people got hurt, but I mean, that's because they were idiots. Yeah. So. <laughs> but overall, I felt yeah. it brought people together in a, yeah, in a yeah. be- better way. Uh, it was the exact opposite of COVID. I actually know some people who hooked up through that. Sorry? I know people who hooked up from That's Pokemon fantastic. Go. That's fantastic. That's funny. But <laughs> the only game that I can truly say that I liked that I didn't kind of go, oh, I see. This is just wants my money. Because even Pokemon Go, at Watch some point money. I went, oh, no, this is just this is just asking me to want my money at some yeah. point. Yeah. And I gave up at that moment. The yeah. moment I had to spend money to like even progress at all, I went, mm-hmm. eh, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Well, once you hit the wall. Once you hit yeah. the wall. Yeah. 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 And Chrono Trigger was the only game that I never hit a wall because obviously there's no fucking wall. There's no mobile. You buy the game once. They've already sold it a bajillion times. Yeah. So I literally don't have any other mobile games. That's part of why I wanted this conversation because I wanted to get advice. Yeah. Oh, this well, is a market I haven't cornered uh, yet. Well, I got more advice coming your way in a little bit here. I so figured. no worries. So I've got really nothing else to add because I've played. Um, get, just get started, to be honest. It, it I plays, don't like it plays di- it plays differently though. Yeah, but I don't like that kind oh, of Oh, okay, shit. then no man. Um I've played Eve Echoes, played it for maybe 3 days, that was it. That's like I'm like, yeah, it's boring. Every yeah. mobile game, I fucking hate mobile games for the most part mm. because as far as I can tell, 90% of them are cash grabs. Yeah. Um yeah, it's probably Clash accurate. of Kings, yeah. all those fucking games by well, it's not, is it Zenith? Whatever, it doesn't it's matter. Zenith. Doesn't uh, doesn't matter. The, there's the, a there's a fuck ton the, of them. Uh, the kings, what's the, what's the ones where they have the bouncing chicks that everyone gets ads for? Uh, Angry Birds. No. <laughs> nice. Is that what you're talking about? No, you're talking about like you're talking about like Elvenar and for no, the king and it's kings, like that. King's Court or something. Cla- what? King King's Court. Uh, game. I'm pretty sure it's King's Court. I don't get that one. That's Definitely. not. No, I know it's not the one. No, I know. I know what you're talking. All of them are just sex-driven, fucking gambling games. What game was that? So there's <laughs> there's better <laughs> sex-driven games. Whatever. There are. Yeah, right. So I'm going to let this one go to Rob next because that's all I've got. Is what, where, what did we even just accomplish there? Like what? nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. You found Nothing. out that Adam fucking hates mobile games. Well, don't worry, I, I just listed out. I just listed out some. The of my guy who made mentions. the fucking the thing just admitted that this whole thing is a fucking meme. He, he literally just admitted this whole thing is a sham. Like I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is. Okay. Oh my god. Anyway, yeah, I got it's lots King's of honorable mentions. Throne. Yeah, yeah. King's Bye. Throne. This is everyone's seen these ads. Oh my god. Not. Yes, you oh, fucking yeah, those. have. Yeah. Um, not that that's not the one though that I get though. No, no, it's not the one you get. But King's Throne Game of Conquest is a famous game for getting ads right now. Yeah, the company that owns this, its leader, so the 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 CEO, 
Yeah. He's on the gambling, is is a part of the uh, lobbyists for gambling. Yeah. It's a gambling video game. Yeah. And it's getting around the gambling laws because it's a video game. Yeah. Uh, okay, so this is not news. No, it's not. But most people don't think about this. And it, that's, I why don't, most RP, that's why most mobile games piss me off. I don't see how people could not think about I, I agree that they do. I'm not saying that that's not the case. I'm just saying I don't see how after the whole debacle with fucking Battlefront. That no. shit blew up in the news news. These guys make like, more money than you could possibly. No, no I, I totally understand how much money they're probably making. I Yeah, go games. Of course. Fucking Satan. Yeah, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it kind of is. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah, no, but like the, the whole thing though is like, it's just like, whatever. Like if you don't know that you're being fucking swindled. But these are the same guys who make uh, Clash of Clans. Yeah, I'm not. That These does are, not the, change. Clash my, of Clans is the biggest mobile game right I, now. No, that's not true anymore. But they, they, it's still up there. I think it's like number four or five right now. You're not typing. I'm yeah. not typing. Um, but no, the uh, all of those games they're designed only to take your money. They're not even designed very well. They're just designed very flashy. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it got pushed out by one owned by Tencent. Yeah. Of course, it got pushed out by one owned by Tencent. Yeah, of course. Of Tencent. course. Ten cents up there with Disney, right? Yeah. So I All just right. wanted, this is my despair. This is, I, I specifically yeah. brought this topic up because I wanted, I put this forward because I knew you guys will have different answers than me because I got no answers. It's right there in there with like fucking any other like gotcha game, like Genshin, yes. Im, Genshin Impact. It's like. But Pokemon's a gotcha game. Yeah. It's not well, look, predatory po- like po- this. Pokemon and, and well, Pokemon Harry Potter Go both is. aren't going to end Pokemon up on Go my is. list. The, right. But uh, the, both, neither of those are going to end up on my list. The Harry Potter, Wizards Unite, nor uh, Pokemon Go. Even none though those are both great games that I played a lot of on mobile, I'm not even going to name those. Because there's, in my opinion, a lot of other great games. Yes, and not yeah. only do I have my top three, but I have a bunch of honorable mentions for you. You will be playing mobile games by the end of this. Perfect. That's what I want. <laughs> Rob, it's uh, your next. I want to hear okay. from you guys. <laughs> so number two, um, uh, I kind of want to say this just because fuck Alex. Uh, Warhammer. Ro- Rome, Rome, Total War. God damn it! On your phone, <laughs> go get it. No, Jesus but uh, but like mobile game actual mention. I'm gonna go with a funnier one actually than what I actually had. I actually had um War to- War Tortoise. It's a fun game. What the War, fuck? War Tortoise. Yeah, yeah. You're a, a you ride on the back of a tortoise. You're like a mouse, and you have to like kill everything. <laughs> Uh, and and it does it plague, does Rob. it does have a lot of like things where you can like buy to get like enhancements to, for the game. But I'll tell you right now, I've spent no fucking money on this game, and I've had a blast playing it. Sweet. Uh, but that's not even the one I'm actually mentioning. The one I'm actually mentioning for my second slot is AI Dungeon. And if, right. So if you haven't played this yet, this game is fucking hilarious because you, you did show that to me. Yeah. So AI Dungeon uh, tries to like script uh, essentially like a role play for you to do. And you kind of communicate with it to tell what you're doing. And then it takes what you're doing. Through text. Yeah, yeah. So like you text, uh, I do this. And then it completely extrapolates that into something else. And you end up getting like murder fucked by a succubus somehow. It's, like, it's <laughs> kind of semi-designed to actually try and understand what you're saying. It is. But it's just so bad at it. Yeah. Well, it goes sideways real so quickly. So here's the but thing. it's hilarious. It is bad at it. But if you kind of start to understand how it operates, you can start giving it answers. And it's actually a lot of fun. <laughs> like it actually turns into a fun game. But the thing is, though, the the moment you do something wrong, 
it goes so fucking weird on you. <laughs> like the, where the whole story just uproots itself and becomes like a whole nother genre. Crazy. You're fighting a dragon and then it turns out you took acid and yeah. now you, you've, you've been actually killing but, an but entire the, city. But yeah. the dragon's actually like a, like a maid at a cafe. It's like, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it's weird. So that's my two. Anyway. That's a good one. Cool. I guess uh, my two, a little bit of a departure, but it's one that in the early days of mobile gaming, I spent a whole fuck ton of time on this game. In fact, I just re-downloaded it because I was thinking, this game was fucking fun. And uh, I, I, this so this would have been like circa like 2009 to 2011 or 12 is about when I played this game here. And uh, this was so, also sort of the beginning of microtransactions in games too because you could purchase like new level packs and things like mm. that as well. So not as predatory as like loot boxes, but still stuff so more you like purchase. tiny DLC. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So this one was actually called. Uh, oh, actually, I still have another honorable mention. When you said that, let me let me just write that real quick. No, the one that I'm thinking of now is called uh, 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 Stair Dismount. Is what it's called. Okay. And it's a ragdoll physics game where you basically have like a doll, a different like a man, like a mannequin. Yeah. And you can get different shaped ones or like woman shaped ones or tall ones or short ones or whatever. There's all kinds of them you can get in the game. Hey, did and they, they change the physics of the and mannequin? it changes the physics of it, right? And then uh, and then you have a little cursor you can kind of move around a little arrow to point like where you want to hit them at, and a little bar that bounces back and forth. To how gauge hard. how hard you're going to hit them, right? Oh, and, it's, a, uh, it's a punt game. Got yeah, yeah. And yeah. you just, you what you do is these guys, they always start up really high somewhere. And then you give them a good smack. And then they fall down. And they hit, like, all these obstacles on the way down and just ping pong around and just get absolutely obliterated. So it's like Plinko? Yeah, it's basically. Like ragdoll Plinko? Exactly. But with ragdoll physics. and uh, <laughs> But there's some levels that are just, there's one level that's, like, Christmas-themed and, like, you you can fall on like a chimney of Santa's presence, and it's like a tornado of presence, and you're just getting ripped apart inside the tornado of presence. And it's, <laughs> but it's it's all score based. You're just trying to get a high score yeah, for yeah. damage, right? So what's this called again? So people can... stair dismount. Stair dismount. Stair dismount. S T A I R dismount. And uh, I, I I just redownloaded it again. It has all my old stuff on it. But yeah, it's so good, man. So much fun. I that love like ragdoll physics. And it, it, it is literally like. You want to tune out the world? You want to just be dumb as fuck for 10 minutes? This is your game. <laughs> so this, and you are totally fine to do it. So nice. uh, there's no strategy. Well, actually, there is a bit of strategy in it. But yeah, it's uh, it's fun, man. Nice. Love that game. Love that game. So that's, that's my number two. I think every single time it comes around me, I'm just going to be go, fuck mobile games. No, yeah. nah, 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 we're, getting, we're getting there. We're getting there. All so, right. Rob, so, what's your number one? Uh, Fall Fantasy Tactics, War of the Lines. Why do you still not have that for your phone? Because I've played it enough oh yeah chrono triggers on your list and that's it <laughs> yeah okay i grant <laughs> i also never when was the last time you played war of the lions mm. all right tell me what's the main core of the story what do you mean what's the main core i could t- do you know because it may have been long enough there's you may not remember there's basically three main plots uh, yeah. there's In the chrono trigger there's the story of I guess the war to lead the you know, the civil war to who's going to be the new leader. Yeah, there's the close friendship between Ramsey, Ramsey and um, Ramza and Delita. Ramza and Delita, and then there's also the Zodiac Brave story where, as a part of the who's going to lead war, civil war, the priests of whatever okay, church are yeah. gathering the yeah. Zodiac signs to make a become yep. a god. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. there's three main story plots. Yeah. That are all sort of all tying together and touching on each what other. Was it like St. Ashler or something like something that? Something like that. Yeah. I forget the exact name. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I didn't know it was out for phone. But I also I've don't mentioned it before. really care. Well, on mobile, you'd be glad to find that there's actually a fourth campaign. It's the Knights of Androidia versus the versus the Knights of Iowesica. 
So and you you battle them and then if you're on you iOS, have you no idea win. that it was actually true. How much I would walk over to Japan and <laughs> just take a huge ass dump in the reception of Squeenix. <laughs> Squeenix wouldn't do it. I don't think. I, I don't would just think. go right up to the reception desk. Knock down their COVID shield. <laughs> you know what they would do, and right? Shit on the keyboard. You know what they would do, right? Oh shit, they're mad. We need to push up production on Final Fantasy VII. They'd have no idea what you're doing there. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be yelling in crazy English to them. I'd be like, "Oh, who is this white oh, man?" No, they'd probably just think he's some sort of deranged like Tifa fan from the U.S. So <laughs> <laughs> yep. you made her boobs smaller. <laughs> that's what they do, man. That's what they do. I swear to God. Um, so yeah, that's it. So you can go with your. Oh, you're, you're, that is your number. Oh one, yeah. Sorry. What's my um, what's my number one mobile actual mobile, mobile experience? Actual mobile game. I've got them on my phone, so that's why I keep looking at my phone. <laughs> um, I would say actually, I would actually argue technically it came out on PC first, but like Team Fight Tactics uh, is a lot of fun. I like that Team kind of game, like the auto chess kind of games. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I mean, if you don't like that answer. Uh, there's a game, uh, which was removed a long time ago that I really liked, which was Star Wars Force Arena. That just is gone now, though. So that uh, was your actual number one, but it doesn't exist anymore? Yeah, so I would argue that probably... No, no, you can make that your, your main answer. I don't care if it exists. That's no, the no, point no. I, I think that there's there's just better answers at the end oh, of so the day. Oh, so these are your honorable mentions. Oh, kind of, yeah. Sure, let's go with that. I'm going to go with, um... Uh, you know what? Actually, I... <laughs> I would say I'm going to go with Knighthood. Knighthood's a really fun game. Uh, it's just a game where you kind of go through and you're like hack and slashing your way through a bunch of different kind of fights and stuff like that. Over the top? Over top? Uh, over shoulder. Over it's shoulder. kind of weird. It's a weird kind of game. It's You have to kind of just play it. I can't really describe it to you. I know that that's not very fucking helpful. Yeah, that's Actually, not really helpful for a no, podcast. No, no, no. Fuck that. Fuck games. that. You know, I'm just going to say um, all of the games made by Ironhide Studios, like all of the different tower defenses, like... Um, uh, shit. What are they? You've played them. I I'm know sure I have. have. Like Plants vs Zombies. No, though that's a good mention. Uh, the only other game that I would really like to say, hey, you should go play this if you haven't played it on PC yet and you want to play it on mobile. Uh, Neo Scavenger, Kingdom Neo. Rush. Thank you. Neo, uh, the Kingdom, Kingdom Rush, Rush games. I've never even heard of this. Really, these games are all amazing. Vengeance is the most recent one where you play as actually the 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 evil side. Oh, okay. Uh, but they're like tower defense games. I uh, literally never heard of any okay, of these. Okay, so all of these are really fun to play. So, like, I actually am a little jealous of you because you get to play these for the first time. They're actually a shit ton of fun. Okay. So should I start off with the evil? No, Vengeance is the last one. Yeah, but should I start off with it? I mean, you could. it's the best game. I'm asking what's the best game. Sure, yeah. Go with Vengeance. Okay. Just play Vengeance. You don't need to play the other ones. Cool. But, I mean, if you want to, you can probably pick them up in, like, a sale pack sure. someday. Okay. Kingdom Rush Vengeance. Yeah. Looks like a TD. Excellent. Yeah, take a look on the right. That's the actual gameplay there. Yeah, I can. Yeah, it's like a cartoony. looks like a flash Just animation. Click the fucking overbox. <laughs> looks like a flash animation. Kind of. Yeah, it started as that. It started as that. Nice. Very cool. Okay, so that leads me to my number one. You guys might be surprised to find out that it's actually Rome Total War Mobile. <laughs> yeah. <So that's>, uh, <laughs> huh. I'm just wow. kidding. Okay, so it's now that not. I've now that I've been impressed with you, please remove <laughs> all of the hard work you've achieved. <laughs> wow. Okay, so the number one, anybody who listens to this show will know the, the game that I've undisputed spent the, spent the most time on a mobile is Orna. Uh, probably, I'm probably yeah. I don't know 130, 40 hours into that game at this point. Yeah. Uh, 
I, I think I've slipped a little bit because I've only only recently started playing again. So I've slipped to maybe like top 2,500 in the world. So. For a while, you were basically yeah. the owner of Southern Ontario. Yeah, yeah, for, for a good chunk of time. Yeah, there's other players that have come up, but uh, I've been slowly ripping territories back from them. So <laughs> I actually kind of like ducking down for a little bit and then coming you, up. You're and, kind of this side, and they're all like, we're level like 30, and we're just going to take ownership because yeah, this yeah. guy's no longer here. And you just come back like a fucking stomping. <laughs> You who has awakened me from my slumber. That's basically it. It's kind of like the Necron storyline. <laughs> there was one guy out out near like Tri Cities, and he had taken over a bunch of areas out there. But I was out there recently, and I was ripping areas back, and it was it was pretty savage. I was ripping him apart in two swings, like just, <laughs> and just and he was a higher level than me. But I'm just shredding him with with because uh, I have some pretty sweet gear on my dude. But yeah, Orna Orna is a it's a geo. RPG and basically what that means is wherever you are is where the battles are happening. Uh, enemies spawn around you, so you can battle as much as you want. It's almost like Final Fantasy One meets like Pokemon Go or something, right? But the yeah. cool thing is, is you can take over the territories that you stand in, right? And yes. the territories are, you know, we'll call it a few hundred meters on average in size. They're not huge, right? And they're slightly differently shaped, so it's not all exactly squared off. Totally. And I I don't exactly know how it works or like what the grid is set up like in the game. I don't know if anybody really knows, but it's it's pretty easy to control territories. Um, It's not the point of the game. It it doesn't even really boost your ranking all that far. It's just more like, you know, it's a fun thing. It's more of a bragging, right? Yeah, yeah. The the point of the game is just to play. And so for people just getting into it, if you start Orna and you are in, that's O-R-N-A, and you find yourself in an area with other high-level players, don't focus on capping areas. It, it doesn't really get you anything, no. honestly, except for a, maybe a little bit of income, right? But uh, but the cool thing is, is there's a, an adventure mode overlaid on that now, where you can fight one mini boss per area. And oh. uh, sometimes it's a regular enemy, sometimes it's a big boss, but that gets you like a lot more experience than fighting normally, and it gets you a sort of pseudo territory that you control by doing so that's permanent, so you can so anyone can have an income in the game now. Oh, that's very cool. So yeah, and then they've added in uh, parties. You can now party up with people locally. Uh, oh, that, that's that, great. And that's pretty sweet. In fact, uh, there's there's even a way it's to like message temporary park. Yeah, uh, parties. and you can even message them too. So if you find like uh, oh this robo guy is is all over the place, you can message him. Directly, because back in the day, we had to spend our oh, orbs <laughs> to rename territories. Oh, that. Yeah, yeah. I was renaming territories to try and get a hold yeah. of Rackhot yeah. when I was playing it. I'm like, get, get, hit me up on Discord. I put my Discord name. Like, <laughs> 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 But that's how we used to do it. But now you can just message people in the app, which is pretty cool, too. Uh, super fun game. Super in-depth. Uh, really one that you could spend just an infinite amount of time on. And it's, just a, it's just a good uh, sort of time killer, too. It's a great game. I think it's... I didn't put it on my list, even though you know my list was kind of a just me lashing out at the world. Um, I would have put that on my list, yeah. but I knew it was going to be on yours. Yeah, yeah. and it, it's it's funny, man. Like people people don't take it that seriously. Like some of the top characters, their names are like Orn Stash, and like uh, like it's it's goofy, man. Like it's such a good like Sir Orn Stash, Sir, awesome. Sir Sir Buttered Toast, and you know just shit like that. Like people don't you know they're not taking it too seriously. But it's funny to be some. Just like, you know, fuck all kind of character, you know, like Robo Hobo, but you're like just ripping through people. (laughs) I am Robo Hobo, ruler of the Southern Ontario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Robo Hobo of Mordor. (laughs) And you can totally rename your territory Mordor. Like, I've done that with several territories, so it's possible. And there's some clans that got really serious in that game, too. Like, you clan up with us and you own, like, all of Canada. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, oh, man. Whoo. I, I've gone toe to toe more than a few times with some of those guys in, in wars and things. You can have kingdom wars with yeah, them. Right? They take it real seriously. And oh, dude, they're, they're fucking good, man. Like, I remember we went down to Orlando a year ago. And I was very high, fairly high level at that point. And Orlando turns out to be like one of the places in the world that just has like 
just an obscene amount of high-ranking players living there. That was, that was <laughs> reason. literally so. like a week before the lockdown, too. Yeah, right? it was like a week before yeah. lockdown, but I capped a bunch of territories there, and then I saw the same guys come back through and take them back a little while later, which is fun. Yeah. So then, you know, I got to go back. Got to get them. But I did own most of Magic Kingdom at one point. It was Ooh-hoo. under it was under Robo Hobo. So. I think that that's actually an achievement. And I will go back and do it again when this lockdown ends, man. I will go down there specifically to take it back and, and <laughs> rename it again. That's awesome. <laughs> so I love Honey, that can trip. we go on vacation? Yeah, Why? Yeah. Well, I want to go see Disney. You just saw Disney. Yeah, but it doesn't have my name but on I it. But I don't own it. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that's uh, so that that's my top one. But honorable mentions, guys. Uh, dude, there's so many great games I've played on mobile. I was trying to think of them. Final Fantasy VII? Uh, no, I, I'm, I'm talking like just strict mobile <laughs> games, actually. Uh, so Goddess is one of them. That's like uh, almost like... Um, uh, like a, uh, It's a simulation game where you run like... Uh, sort of primordial civilization and then they get more advanced as you go along. Not, not unlike, you know, like an age of empires or something like that, but didn't you play for our 69th episode, a mobile hentai game? Oh, multiple. Yes. Some, Those like didn't make my list. No, so, I, I played one. And then, um, yeah. let's see. Sims mobile is on there. It's actually quite good. Uh, turbo dismount. That's the version of dismount where you pilot a vehicle and then your dude gets launched in the vehicle and just gets absolutely annihilated. That's fun too. Uh, one of them that you'd probably like, Adam, called Super Brother Sword and Sorcery Super by, by the Super Brothers. And uh, it's, it's a very strange sort of uh, ethereal sort of action RPG. It's very different. It's not a Twitch controlling action RPG like okay. you might be into, but it's still an interest, a really cool, interesting game. You should look it up. Calculords, which is actually uh, one of the makers of that is actually Sean Baby, who's been like sort of an internet like griefer since time immemorial. He, <laughs> he might have been the first, actually. So come to think of it from way back in the day. Uh, he used to write for IGN, uh, sorry, EGM as well. They used Not to like... the what's, what's his name? Um, Captain, Captain Dis... What the hell's his name? I don't know. This guy's been around since like Doctor 96, Disres- so... Dr. Disrespect, that's it. Oh, no, this dude's... Yeah, yeah. Dr. Disrespect, like, straight he's, he's up... A character, Like, yeah. took off from Sean Baby. Like, that's... Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Sean Baby's like... He goes way, way back. Oh! I know what you're talking about. Yep. Yeah, yeah. He goes way... He, he adapts all the old comics, too, to be, like, funny, like, obscene comics. Isn't that the guy who also did... He was involved in Ponzor? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think he I was think involved so. in Ponzor. So he was one of the people who did Calculords. And Calculords is awesome. It's, uh, it's like a card-based strategy RPG... Uh, where you have like lines of your characters against lines of your enemies, and you have to actually use like shorthand math to add up and subtract the exact number of points to lay a new card down, which produces a new character. And it's like so addicting. It's like such simple so math. It's like teaching you kind of quick, simple math, but. Yeah, it's almost like, yeah, it's like a DK, like DK Junior math situation. Kind of reminds me yeah. of a math blaster. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, but it, the express purpose isn't to teach the math. That's just a layer of strategy that's in it. But that game is fucking fun. And I played the crap out of it. It's called Calculords. Uh, super Toss the Turtle. This was based on the old Flash game from Newgrounds. It is, a, it is an app now, and it's super fun still. So I'd recommend <laughs> playing that if you haven't. And then Smash the Office is another one that I played a ton. So which is just a straight-up smashing everything game. It's super fun. But as you smash more, you unlock new weapons, new items, new offices, and it just gets... And you get better at smashing. You get so good! So good at smashing. Anyway, guys... If you haven't gotten into mobile gaming ever on any of this stuff, I'll, I'll include the ones that Rob named and the one that I named in the notes for this. So if you're you can like look them Adam, up. there are games out there. You just have to find them. So yes. many games. So there are many so games. many shit games that pollute the yes. dilute, but you have they pollute the waters. But if you can dig through the muck, find the good shit, like the ones we mentioned. Find it. You'll find be in it. luck. 
you 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 you'll there, you'll, you'll come there are across other them. very good mobile games out there. If you like Star Wars, Galaxy of Heroes is is legitimately fun. It's very similar to Marvel Strike Force. Um, they're all pretty much gotcha games, though. Like, there was a Star Wars uh, mini tower building game at one point, and I think um, I still have. Um, there was a game that was like Clash of Clans. No, th- this was like a tower building, like Sim Tower, but like Star Wars stuff. I still have it. I still have it actually. I would be interested in seeing that because I don't remember it. It's cool as hell, but uh, Disney killed it when they when they bought, took over. Oh, okay, yeah, it sounds about right. A lot of the games went that way. Yeah, it it doesn't have any of the new like the sequel stuff in it, rather. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, yeah. I think the only one that's kind of really been updated to have all the new stuff has been Galaxy of Heroes. Yeah, I have to show it to you. I can't remember exactly what it was. Yeah. It was called like a uh, pixel pixel character. I don't know something pixel right, tower. Yeah. 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 Anyway, I'll show it to you later. Yeah. Anyway, so that's it for this bit. Uh, we will put all the names of these games in the notes. So anybody wants to look them up, you're more than welcome to get into some mobile gaming. It's free, mostly, and you can probably enjoy it a little bit. Um, that's it for this episode, really. That's it. That's it. That's all right. right. So that is it for episode 126 of Run a Geek and Fish Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. This yes, is Alex Austin you. signing off, and... Rob, I fucking get what my name was. Really? You died. Right. Uh, ghost, ghost of Windsor playing yeah. Adam. <laughs> Jesus. He has dishonored us all. His ninja ways. Oh. We'll get more into that in the next episode. All right. Thank you so much for listening. Bye bye. Thanks.